The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeye's Mike. I'm Tyler Chumland. Saturday, September 13th, 2014. The setting, Kinnick Stadium, Iowa City. The 62nd meeting in the Cyhawks series between the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Iowa State Cyclones. Iowa holding a 40-21 advantage in the series that began with a 16-8 ISU victory in 1894. The Hawkeyes have won 22 of the last 31 meetings, including 15 straight games from 83-97. to The series has been very even since then, though. Iowa snapped a two-game losing streak in the series with a 27-21 win in Ames last year. Iowa holds a 23-13 advantage in games played in Iowa City. Hawkeyes have won four straight in Kinnick Stadium before Iowa State's 9-6 win in Iowa City in 2012. The 62nd meeting has come and gone. The Iowa Hawkeyes falling to the Iowa State Cyclones 20-17 on Saturday. The Hawkeyes moved to 2-1 on the season. Iowa State gets their first victory. They're now 1-2. It was a tough loss for the Hawkeyes. Kirk Ferentz said that it was a game of halves. Two halves to be exact. Difference in the game is the second half for the Hawkeyes. They had a 14-3 lead at halftime. The Cyclones outscoring the Hawkeyes 17-3 in the second half to get the three-point victory on Saturday. You know, obviously it was a uh, tough loss for our football team. Uh, credit to our opponent. They did a, a great job, particularly in the second half, and you know, that's really where the game was decided. So uh, we got outplayed in that second half, and it doesn't feel very good, obviously. We'll go back to work tomorrow and see if we can't improve here in the next, uh, next six days. It was the offense for the Iowa Hawkeyes that struggled in the second half after having a decent first half. Iowa was unable to put the ball in the end zone in the second half. They had four series. The first, the interception by Jake Rudock, then they punted, and then they punted, and then they kicked a field goal with four minutes left. Marshall Kane kicking that field goal. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Kirk Ferentz said that the offense did decent in the first half. They were doing some things that he liked, but in the second half, they sputtered. That seemed to be, the to me, the story of the game. You know, we... Uh... Did a decent job in the first half, I thought. Second half, we just never got any traction. And uh, part of that's self-inflicted, and part of that's uh, just good play on their part. So credit goes to them. One of the game-breaking stats for this game, the 20-17 victory Iowa State over Iowa this past Saturday, was the sack category. Iowa State recording four sacks to Iowa's zero. Kirk Ferentz attributed that to the offense being out of rhythm and unable to be consistent in the second half, especially four sacks to zero. Iowa State had four. Iowa had none. Uh, You know, I think a lot of those... uh... It just it seemed like we were out of rhythm. It wasn't like anybody just broke through there uh, necessarily. One, one time, I think uh, one, one was pretty quick. But uh, to me, it was more of, more of a team function, if you will. It seemed like uh, you know we just kind of muddled there, and uh, Jake held the ball a little bit longer. And you know, credit goes to Iowa State. They they played a really good team defense today. The offense was unable to get things going in the second half for the Iowa Hawkeyes, but they did have an opportunity to tie or win the game. They got the ball back with 7.33 left in the game, trailing by three points, 17-14. to The Hawkeyes have a 10-play drive, 56 yards, results in a 44-yard field goal. Some confusion into that field goal. Mick Ellis, he's warming up on the sideline. They're showing him on the television broadcast on ESPN. Marshall Kane, the Solon native, though, comes in the game for the 40-yard field, 44 yard field goal drills it home to tie the game up 17 to 17 little confusion Kirk Ferentz addressed this after the game in his news conference 
Uh, you know, Marshall's done a great job on the kickoffs, first and foremost. Uh, he, he's just, you know, doing a wonderful job there. And then that was, uh, there's nothing easy about field goals, period. And both Marshall and Mick are both first year place kickers, if you will. I know Marshall's been here, but uh, he hasn't place kicked in a game. So you're going to have to ride the roller coaster a little bit with that. And uh, hopefully that'll be one that really boosts his confidence a little bit. It was a great, great kick. Clock management has always been something that people talk about when criticizing Kirk Ferentz. That was much the same on Saturday because he tied the game up, giving the ball back to the Cyclones with four minutes and eight seconds remaining. Iowa State's offense had been great in the second half already. All they needed was a field goal to win the game. 11 plays, 50 one yards later, sophomore Cole Netton comes on to attempt the 42-yard field goal for the Cyclones on Saturday. In his career, he's four for eight from beyond 40 yards. That includes a big 47-yard boot in the first half of this game on Saturday. What do you do if you're Kirk Ferentz? Do you call a timeout? Do you try to ice Netton? Do you just let him kick the field goal? Kirk Ferentz chooses the former Cole Netton. Kicks the ball after the timeout, misses the field goal wide left, but it doesn't count because of the timeout. He gets another opportunity, knocking home the 42-yard field goal and sealing the victory for the Cyclones on Saturday, 20-17. to What went into that decision for Kirk Ferentz to ice the kicker at the end of the game? He says that it's a 50-50 shot, and the stats say the same as well. At the end? Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of... It's a 50-50 shot. You'd call a timeout or you don't. We called a timeout. He iced the kicker. The numbers say that you always ice the kicker when given that opportunity that iced kickers miss more than they make it. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. (laughs) How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins. Keep your hands germ-free all day. The Hawkeyes falling Saturday 20-17 to to the Iowa State Cyclones. Iowa now 2-1, Iowa State 1-2. Some stats from the game. First downs, Iowa State 19, Iowa 18. Third down efficiency, Iowa State was 4 for 11, Iowa 7 for 16. Fourth down efficiency, both teams perfect. Iowa State 1 for 1, Iowa 3 for 3. Total yards in the game, 337 for Iowa State. 255 of that through the air, 25 for 37. Quarterback completion, yards per pass, 6.9. Rushing yards, 82. 26 rushing attempts. Yards per rush, 3.2 for the Cyclones. The Hawkeyes, 275 total yards, 146 through the air, 16 for 24, 6.1 average. On the ground, 129 yards, 44 rushing attempts, though, for the Hawkeyes, only a 2.9 average. Penalties, lots of penalties, 10 penalties total. Iowa had six for 50 yards. Iowa State, four for 50 one turnover for the Cyclones, two turnovers for the Hawkeyes, one fumble loss for Iowa State, and one fumble lost also for the Hawkeyes. One interception thrown in the game. Time of possession, the Hawkeyes 33-34, the Cyclones 26 26. Individual stats for Iowa State. Sam Richardson, 25 for 37 with 255. Two touchdowns on the day. Rushing statistics, Aaron Wimberly, 11 carries, 33 yards. Sam Richardson, 8 carries, 29 yards. Devondrick Neely, 7 carries for 20 yards. 
Iowa State receiving Alan Lazar, the freshman, five catches, 53 yards. Jarvis West, four catches, 47 yards. EJ Bibbs, three receptions, 32 yards and a touchdown. Devondrick Neely, two catches, 31 yards and a score. Aaron Wimberly, three catches, 28 yards. Brett Metters, three catches, 27 yards. Dondre Daly, two catches, 21 yards. PJ Harris, three catches for 16 yards. Iowa State also had an interception from TJ Mutcherson in the game as well. Iowa Hawkeyes individual stats. Jake Rudock, quarterback, 16 for 24, 146, and one interception. No touchdowns on the game. He did have a rushing touchdown, though. He ran the ball 12 times for 39 yards, and that score. Mark Weissman led all rushers with 49 yards on 16 carries and a touchdown. Damon Bullock had 12 carries for 22 yards. Jordan Kinzeri, three touches for 18 yards. Tavon Smith also had a carry for one yard. Receiving Ray Hamilton, the tight end, two catches for 41 yards, leading the Hawkeyes in yardage. Damon Bullock out of the backfield, four catches, 36 yards. Tavon Smith, four receptions, 34 yards. Kevontae Martin-Manley, only three catches this week, 15 yards. Jacob Hillier, one catch. Mark Weissman, one catch. And John Kenny also had one catch. As far as kicking goes... Cole Netton was the game winner. He had a long of 47, but that's not the one we're all talking about. The 42-yard field goal as time was expiring at the end of the game, only giving Iowa three seconds left to try and return a kick. Didn't work out for the Hawkeyes. On the day, though, for the Hawkeyes, Marshall Kane was one for one, the big 44-yard boot for him. Dylan Kidd punting for the Hawkeyes, four punts, 153 yards on the day, 38.3 average. Cole Downing, four punts, 164 yards, 41-yard average for the Cyclones. There you have it, the Iowa State Cyclones victorious 20-17 over the Hawkeyes. The Iowa Hawkeyes have a big non-conference showdown coming up this weekend on Saturday. 3-0 Pittsburgh on the road at 11 a.m. Iowa time. This has been Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm KGYM's Tyler Chumlin. We'll see you next This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.